Welcome to Southern Man Western Town. since I did a podcast a couple weeks I guess that's not a long while a couple weeks um so I'm putting them out sporadically now not like I used to started out two a week and one a week and got Christine from South Paul on today they are a country band out of New Jersey and I like I like having the northern country bands on especially from the northeast because I feel like they've never really gotten a fair shake um maybe the good old boys club in nashville just doesn't let them in all the time but uh if you listen to it you're not gonna i mean it's just as just as good if not better than anything else that's out there so it's not a i don't know why that's always been that way i guess it's always again been considered a southern music but it's really not. I mean, there's country everywhere. I, there's we talked in the interview. It doesn't matter what state you're at. And there's farms. <laughs> there's stuff, country stuff, and how you saw by how you were raised. You know what your parents taught you and what you did. Whether you you know you may spend a lot of time outdoors or whatever, wherever it comes from. If it comes from the heart and soul, honestly, then then it's good country music. If it's contrived, and you know, we talked a little bit about that, like if you're trying to force yourself to be country, kind of like the band Jaeger Town I used to be in. That's why they never really took off more than they did, because they're kind of just trying to trying to be country, even though they're not, and that's not authentic. So I think people can see that, people can hear it in your music. So anyway, Christine from South Paul, I appreciate her calling in. We kind of went back and forth, and um, with the band there, and uh. She had just gotten back from Jamaica. So, I've been busy as shit. Sorry about my uh, French. Um, this is only, you know, I didn't have uh, any gigs this weekend, so I decided to drop a podcast. 
I got it. I'm slammed the next, I don't know, all the way through April and May. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I got a, uh, if you go to the DJSLawrence.com, you can check out what I'm doing. And make sure you spell my name L-E-W-R-E-N-C-E. -E. You can get on the um, mailing list there. I haven't done, I haven't really used the mailing list yet, but I'm going to try to start building that up. But if you're in the Utah area, that's basically the only place I'm playing these days. Occasionally, I might get up to Idaho, Wyoming, maybe eventually to Vegas area. But uh, right now, as far as what's coming up with me, my band Warhorse is at, and we go by Jeff Lawrence and Warhorse. We are Friday night. We are at the Yes this Friday at the twenty second. I think it is. We're at the Yes Hell in Ogden over on Lincoln Avenue. Uh, Real easy gig for me, right down the street from my house. And then the next night, we are at the cabin again in Park City. And then next weekend on the 29th, yeah, 29th, Friday, I am back with Gold Dust Refugees doing the Stevie Nicks, Tom Petty tribute at the cabin in Park City. The very following night, the 30th, actually, I'm playing a private party that night, so... Um, you can't come unless you know the birthday guy. <laughs> and then uh, May 7th, um, I'm at the city, back with the uh, War Horse again, with the city limits, ta no, not city limits tavern, sorry, that's in Provo, uh, Tailgate Tavern in Salt Lake City on State Street. That's on the 7th, and then May 8th, I am back out in Camas, Utah at the Notch Pub. For those two gigs, my friend Craig, my old, not, not not my old drummer, but a guy that used to play drums with me a good bit. Um, Craig, he is he lives down in Tucson. He's gonna come all the way back up. You know, he used to live here, so obviously, and played my band, and so he's gonna come up and uh, sit in with us for two gigs, and then he's probably gonna come back in June and do it, do the same thing again. So good to have a. Uh, Good to have my buddy Craig come back up in Tucson and play with us. And anyway, that's you know that's as far as I'll go with the gigs right now. Um, and I'll let you know what. Oh, with my, I do want to touch on this CCR tribute that I have finally taken off. And we, I started it like a week before the pandemic hit and it destroyed it. So we are, we finally got some good shows. So May 21st, we're down in American Fork. I'll have to get the name of the theater. I don't really remember. You can get it on my website. We're in a theater down in American Fork. Then on June 3rd, we are going to be up here in Ogden, where I'm at, at the Monarch, playing a really big show. So a really big shoe for you. Anyway, that's uh, Tombstone Shadow, my uh, CCR tribute band. Anyway... Hope everybody's doing good. I'm not going to get into politics and stuff right now. I don't care about uh, Hunter Biden's laptop and all that. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, I guess the, ma the mask mandates are all down. I do want to um, send my condolences out to my good buddy, uh, Dennis Carlin. His father, Patrick Carlin, passed away um, a couple of days ago. Um, Dennis was on the show. If, you don't, if you're not familiar with Dennis, he was a drummer. At, uh, in a band, but he was, but he's, you know, Patrick Carlin is George Carlin, the legend, the iconic comedian. Uh, that's uh, George Carlin's Dennis's uncle. His dad was Patrick, who had a lot to do with writing a lot of the material with a, 
and George and stuff. You get a chance to um, check that out. So, yeah, so I want to send my condolences over to Dennis. Love you, buddy, if you're listening. Um, and then that is about it. Um, just uh, coming up next, and like I said, it's Christine from South Paul, my interview with them. All their stuff is on South Paul City because I, I guess you couldn't get the South Paul uh, thing for all the for their all the uh, shows from media and stuff because there's already already one. Not a band. I think it's uh, like I said. I think it's a guitar store. Like I mentioned in an interview, but there's probably some other stuff too. Anybody left-handed is going to kind of use that here and there, but they they use it kind of for a different reason. We get into that. But check out all the stuff on South Paul City is their uh, website and stuff. So. Uh, Check them out on Spotify. I've got one song on here, and you'll see that it is authentic country from New Jersey. And it shouldn't be a surprise if you really think about Springsteen and all that. It's not too far removed. And uh, anyway, coming up next, my interview with Christine from South Paul. Play. I'm gonna hate my 
cheated, I know you never lied. Now stand up tall, put your arms out wide. <laughs> I'm gonna hang my cross on you. Joining me right now is Christine Rattleman from South Paul. How are you? I'm doing great, Jeff. How are you? Good. Now you're calling me from Jersey, is that right? I am. That is my home state, although I just got back last night from Jamaica. Yeah, I was so. gonna ask you. <laughs> I was gonna ask you about that and I, I appreciate you doing this, even though it's probably you're probably feeling a little a little lagged right now. That's okay. I still have a suntan, so all is good in the world. <laughs> was it a was it a business or pleasure trip? I don't guess there's too many business trips down that way, but right. I, I don't <laughs> think I saw any business happening at all on the island. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. It's been a long time though. Um. Anyway, let's uh, talk about the band a little bit. So, you, the last thing you guys put out was in 2021, I think. But you're you're working on new stuff now. Is that right? Yes, our debut album, Unhitched came out last year, February 2021, and it reached number three on the Amazon Hot Country releases chart, uh, got some radio play, it did really well, so um, now we're excited to be working on a bunch of new stuff coming out in 2022, and it's really hard not to just blurt out the title of every song and all the details. Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> and when did you say it was coming out? Or So we're going to be releasing some singles. And the first one, hopefully, will be out in about a month or so. Oh, okay. That's good. Um, yeah, that's kind of how I do it, too. I kind of just do... I don't do it with the full album anymore. Um, but I just I just put out the singles myself, usually. But it's kind of weird how people how people consume music these days. <laughs> so Yes, it has changed a lot, and we're trying to roll with the time. Yeah, you pretty much have to. I mean, I don't even... Uh, it's a little bit different for country artists, I think. I think people in the country fans still kind of buy the CDs and stuff sometimes, and um, a lot of other genres, they really don't. CDs just kind of become a business card at some point. I I heard last year that vinyl outsold CDs. Yeah, that's true too. I haven't. Uh, yeah. I'm not ready to go back into that yet. When I was younger, <laughs> I, I had about 400 albums and I sold them all, and I just I don't think I'm gonna. No, I would have bought those from you, Jeff. I got tired of moving them around in peach crates. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. So, um, besides, um, besides uh, digging your band, I came across you on Instagram, but I and I started listening. And I was like, this is some good stuff, kind of the country I like. And uh, but then I, but then I, I noticed that another reason I wanted to have you on the show, besides that, is because you guys are from up north, and I always find it interesting um, having country people on from up north because it's a little. I don't know, it's a little different, I guess. I I like to get the perspective on it. What do you, um, 
what you know the roadblocks if there are any or how how it works because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm from a, I, I, I grew up in georgia so i, I was kind of grandfathered in i could kind of just go right into oh, it yeah, <laughs> hear the accent. yeah my brother-in-law lives in atlanta yeah I'm, I'm from i'm from like 30 minutes north of atlanta um but i i've been living in utah for 15 20 years oh, now awesome. <clears throat> but i i've had liz spencer on she's a country artist from rhode island and she's doing pretty well but um what do you, uh, what's the whole, what do you, what's your perspective on the whole country, country bands from the north kind of thing, and what kind of it's, obstacles, maybe, if you have any? I, yeah, I definitely feel that a lot of people around America don't realize how much good country there is on the northeast coast, and I, I started out, I'll say maybe 13 to 15 years ago, singing in country cover bands. And I, I didn't even know back then until I started how big country is on the coast of New Jersey, especially around what is known as the Jersey Shore. Right. That's like the beach area where Bruce Springsteen was hugely popular and John Bon Jovi. And Bruce's songwriting, it actually, if you compare it to country, really a lot of similarities there. Um, so a lot of the, the rock and pop in, that came out of Jersey um, is not that far off from country, from a lot of the country rock that's happening today. Um, And so we're finding that as soon as a radio station hears our music, they dig it, you know? So there might be that first moment where I say, hey, I'm from Southpaw, from New Jersey. And at first I might get a little, like, a comment, such as New (laughs) Jersey, you know, what do you mean? There's a country in New Jersey. And then once they take a listen to our music, um, it's, it, I haven't heard any DJ yet say, no way, I'm not playing that. They always seem to really dig it. So I think our music has a little bit of the edginess um, that you would find in the New York City area, but still that the great country songwriting, really strong lyrics, uh, storytelling, the classic stuff that you're going to find in country music and especially the musicality of it. Uh, my bandmates are phenomenal musicians. And they're playing all those instruments themselves, so you kind of can't get more authentic than that. Yeah, and I, I totally agree with you. The Springsteen stuff is not that much different, and I, I don't know what it is because, and growing up in Georgia, people people where I'm from loved Bruce Springsteen and stuff like okay. that. He he would sell out three nights in a row in Atlanta. And uh, wow. and people don't realize like bands like Blackfoot, like Southern rock bands, they spent most of their time in Jersey. They're actually they're actually uh, went up to Jersey and kind of made a name for themselves, even though they're from Florida. <laughs> so it's always kind of been that way. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think it may be just the Nashville. Whoever runs the Nashville market kind of keeps everybody out. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. You know, now that Barefoot Country Music Fest, the huge music festival that last year Carrie Underwood was a headliner and all these other huge acts, they um, did it in New Jersey for the first time last summer, and they're doing it again this summer. And so I think that, too, is going to be putting New Jersey on the map as, like, a destination where country music is thriving. Yeah, I mean, it's there's country in every state. I mean, there's a, that's what people don't realize. They think of Jersey and they think of the Sopranos and stuff, but they don't realize <laughs> up, in, up in North Jersey, there's like bears and stuff. <laughs> exactly. Plenty of bears. Meet them in my own town. And uh, country music is huge in Canada. 
as well. You yeah. Know, there, it, there's no, there's almost no corner of the globe where it's not found because it's just great music. So people who love great music, who love lyrics that tell stories and who really appreciate music, uh, the, the guitar and that type of thing, they're going to, they're going to have country wherever they are. Yeah. I think, I think it's changed a bit too. And I think, uh, I think mainly, like I said, it was like whoever was kind of running Nashville kind of kept it kept it kind of white and southern most of the most yeah, of the early. Kept it tight knit, tight knit. Hard to break into that circle, right? Yeah, but now now it's not so much that way because Nashville's full of like hair metal guys from LA and stuff now. So you know, I feel like one good thing about social media and the internet is that there's a lot more networking among musicians that happens that would have been very tough to do 20 years ago. So I'm already collaborating with a group of of country musicians, some of whom are in Nashville, one of whom uh, lives in Germany, another one lives abroad. Um, So there's no way I would have met these musicians and collaborated with them and will be coming out with a song soon um, had it not been for the social media where you can interact with people any given day, 24 hours a day, find cool musicians. Yeah. And that's what we're doing here. I mean, that's the whole reason I do this show. I don't make any money at this thing. I just, uh, I do well, it. Not to... yet, Jeff. Not yet. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's a little, but, uh, it's a little here and there. That's not how I do it. Sure. I mean, I could, I could have, you know, what they would call famous people on here, but then they're just going to tell the same story they've already told 30,000 times on other podcasts. I kind of like to have people that, uh, I kind of like to introduce, you know, new music, not really new music, but people, music to people that may not have heard it or, you know, things like that. I I love that. Because I got people that are listening in Ireland and Scotland and places like that, um, Australia. So Does uh, this happen to you where you, you listen to like some indie musician song and you think, how is this not famous? Or how has right. this not taken off? Because that happens to me all the time. Yeah, it does, and I, that's kind of what I heard when I. That's kind of what I heard when I heard you guys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, yay! Oh, I love to hear that. Now tell me about Southpaw. Are you guys all left-handed people? <laughs> what's, 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 well, we are. You know what? We're not physically left-handed, but we like to think that we're kind of like the lefties of country music. Oh know, my god! Yeah. Com- coming at you like a surprise. And uh, certainly my bandmates are influenced by the music of Southern Appalachia. Um, so there's, and also two of my bandmates uh, have roots in Pennsylvania. So um, that's where, you know, Philly, the uh, Rocky was based and he was a Southpaw. Now, how many people in the band? So there are three of us in the band. It's Colin McConnell, Sean Garnhart, and I'm Christine Rattleman. So we are technically a trio. Although when we perform live, we bring in some other musicians. Sometimes if it's a, if it's a five piece or six piece performance, we use some really top notch guys to perform with us. Yeah. That's why I was asking because I kind of, I kind of got the idea you guys were three piece, but I was watching the videos and there was like five or six on a couple of them. And, uh, yeah, sometimes we'll do acoustic shows where it's just the three of us, but, um, we all love performing and we love big shows. So it, it'll get funny because we'll start off by saying, well, why don't we just add one more guitarist for this song, for this show? And, <laughs> yeah. All right, let's just get the drummer in. Okay, how about another guitarist? <laughs> and then the next thing you know, you got a full, huge stage of musicians. 
Yeah, that's kind of what I do. I'm kind of that guy you call. <laughs> and, 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 uh, but I mean, I've got my own group too, but it's just a cover band. But yeah, I get a lot of calls like that where I need to, where I have to fill in and stuff like that. Um, what instruments do you play, Jeff? I'm mainly a guitarist, a singer, but I, you know, I, I can play mandolin and bass and stuff too. But I'm, I mainly get guitar calls for lead guitar, um, mainly because of the same thing we were kind of talking about out here in Utah. You would think there would be more country music out here, but there's really not. It's more of a what? yeah, it's more of a Tom Petty kind of place, uh, kind of that kind of stuff, Dylan and yeah, and any kind of thing like that. But uh, yeah, yeah. When I first moved here, I thought, and this is gonna be like Western swing everywhere, but it's really, it's really not. There's a there's a lot of country fans here. There's a lot of you know, there's a lot of cowboys and farms and stuff, but they uh, yeah. but they're just not, they're you know they're into old Chris Ledoux and things like that. But there's not a lot of country bands and places to play there's I mean, two two wow, th two three exciting. country bars i can even think of but they'll call okay. me because i can play it authentically because just where i come from i kind of just i learned it that way and there's people out here that are basically rock guitarists that put on a cowboy hat and they still sound like rock yes. guitarists yes. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly no i i'm wondering if um if you're in utah it's like would you be getting way more gigs in georgia yeah well no i actually get more here just because there's so oh, many okay. people in georgia <laughs> like there's there's utah's barely even i think it's close to three million people in the whole state and in georgia's like eight million yeah. and there's you know yeah i actually get more out here um oh, okay good 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 and there's not a you know georgia's like that too there's a lot there's a lot of country there but uh they tend to all kind of since Nashville's four hours away, there they can't can uh, just kind of move up there as soon as they get a chance. We're dying to go out west uh, because we haven't performed out there yet. But that sort of I, I, the first radio station to play us was in Fargo, North Dakota. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. So we've always kind of thought we got to make it out west and do a little tour out there. But it's hard to fit in when you're in the recording studio all the time and. Uh, each of us have, you know, our own busy lives as well. So to coordinate it is not the easiest thing in the world. Right. Yeah, you guys would actually, you guys would do really well out here, and I could help you out if you ever came out this way. There's, a, there is, like I said, there's actually two, two or three country bars. That's it. But they're the biggest bars, and they're the most packed, and the, they pay the best, and that kind of thing. So awesome. The you biggest. Any mechanical bulls at those bars? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You would. But uh, and the biggest problem out here, though, is uh, or anywhere out west, is is and unlike the east, is the next gig it might be the next day before you take you that long to drive to you know some people have to drive from salt lake to denver and it's you know it's eight eight nine hours to get to the next gig sometimes we're in the east you can just drive over the state line in an hour oh man yeah. well one of my one of my um musicians does have a camper so we're talking about it. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely hit some uh, hit some Wyoming and Nebraska and all that. You definitely go over good. Even in California, there's some good places too. Um, but uh, like, I want to get back to the uh, original stuff because I was just kind of watching. I was just kind of watching your story a minute ago on Instagram where the guy was it looked like he was mixing down a new tune. Yeah. Um, what uh, do you do most of the the lyrics or or is it kind of oh, collaborative yeah. kind of thing or? Oh, I see what you're saying. Do I personally? It's it's very collaborative. The three of us write the lyrics together. You know, sometimes one of us will get really inspired and write a whole draft of a song, 
and then pitch it to the other two. And then the, together, the three of us will reshape it, tweak the lyrics, get it to how it's a Southpaw song where it's representing the three of us and not just a story about, you know, me and my boyfriend. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, that's very collaborative. Um, and I, I always say that my bandmate Colin like brings out the best in me, uh, especially with writing, because um, I can sometimes get a little stuck or a little lazy, and somehow I, just a, a sentence out of him, and I'm boom inspired again, and the words start flowing. Yeah, and, and what's really struck me about you guys' stuff um, is it had a really good production on it. It was like you know, it sounded just as good as anything you're gonna hear on a on radio, and that's a lot of a lot of bands. That's where they screw up. They don't get a good enough uh, production on their music, and you know it doesn't actually sound great, even though it does live sometimes. But not. But you guys have had it had it spot on. So. Oh, thank you. You know, it's, we're so lucky that Sean, who we, his nickname is Squack, so if I call him Squack, that's Sean. He is a professional sound engineer for movies and TV. I mean, he's done so many famous movies from um, There's Something About Mary to uh, M. Night Shyamalan's movies. Um, he's just top-notch in the business, and he's got a professional recording studio and all the sound engineering equipment that would make anyone in that industry giddy. He's got it all. So we have him, you know, it, it's just such a blessing. That's cool. Um, what's uh, what's some of the? Do you have any shows lined up right now? Are you guys kind of breaking until this new stuff's out, or? Yeah, so we're we're taking a little break right now just to finish up the recordings and the masterings of the singles that are going to be coming out this year. So we're we're booking more for end of summer and early fall, and so we have a big uh, street festival at the Jersey Shore that we're doing in September. Another festival we'll be doing in Maryland in October. So the live stuff is probably going to be coming a little bit later in the year while we finish up this studio work. Yeah, yeah, and country gigs are, seem to be seem to be more of a summer thing. Anyway, yeah, anyway. that's true too. <laughs> yeah, um, everyone wants to be outside with their beers. Yeah, <laughs> dancing under the sun. And uh, but definitely, you guys should check out Liz Spencer up there in Rhode Island. She's kind of doing the same deal. She's a original country and you know booking herself I will. Yeah, yeah she's, she's another she's, guy up there too uh, i think his name is jimmy marcus yeah I'm, I'm probably getting it wrong um but he he's from rhode island too and i like you was surprised to hear oh rhode island's got it going on here with the country yep yeah and i, I like it i mean I yeah i guess jody messina was one of the first ones that it really kind of burst oh, out there that was from boston okay. you know um yeah and she wasn't too apologetic about it. <laughs> Sometimes they try to hide it, like hide where they're from, and she didn't care. <laughs> just came out. Oh, and said, I love that. I so I so respect that. And we kind of wrote a song um, to explain our situation on our first album. It's called "Toe the Nathan Dixon Line." Yeah, I was, was just listening to it earlier. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, it's us admitting, yes, yes, we're from above the Nathan Dixon line. But if you're the type of person who craves shrimp and grits. And you know, like says y'all or whatever. If, if you're that type of person, your country at heart, it doesn't matter if you're from below or above the Mason Dixon line. Yeah, um, I mean, so like we just a, kind of put that out there right from the get go. Yeah, like I said, I mean, there's cows and farms everywhere. <laughs> so in most yeah, of the 
And most of the oh, stuff yeah. from that's coming out of the south, those those guys had never been on a farm. They could they come out of the sub <laughs> they come out of the suburbs. Um, no way! Oh my gosh, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, where I grew up, there's you know, it's so close to Atlanta. But you mean you get. I grew up around like where Travis Tritt and people like that came out of. And oh, they, yeah, and they, yeah. I mean, they haven't been on a farm one time. Maybe, maybe their uncle's farm or something. But it's just a, uh, it's just the way it used to be. It's kind of just an old stigma, I guess. <clears throat> it is. It's an old stigma, and I, I think. Listen, I certainly grew up in a suburb, but I think how I was raised, it was there was a big influence of uh, nature and outdoorsiness. My dad was a big hunter. We had you know, all the deer horns hanging as decorations in my house. Um, so it never felt like complete suburbs to me. Um, I mean, my dad would shoot arrows in our backyard. <laughs> like, yeah. That's kind of how I grew up. Um, and just, we were very feral exploring the woods in our backyard all the time. Cause we backed up to acres of woods. So it's sort of like you can have a little slice of country no matter where you are if that's your jam, if that's what you like, yeah. you can find it. Well, to me, if it comes from an honest place and it's what you want to write, it's, then it's then that's what it is. I mean, it's it, it's the real deal. I mean, to me, the only time it's ever contrived is when it's you know when people are just trying to force themselves to you know, to write a country song. If it comes out that way, then it comes out that way, you know. Yeah, it becomes, exactly. And for me, besides just kind of naturally writing in a in a country music storytelling type of way, I, I always sang with a twang without realizing it. And that's why I kind of got into the country cover band circuit because even when I was singing pop, somehow it would come out with a, with a twang. <laughs> yeah. It still sounded a little like, you know, not Dolly, but, um, you know, maybe Shania Twain or something. Maybe that influenced me in the 90s. And I remember even in high school, I was singing for um, a little show in high school. And kids noticed, like, oh, you sound like a country singer. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a, that, that'll happen. It, it, it's, you know, it's bands like... Uh, little big town that i kind of that are bands like that which i think are they're really talented but if you really they every song they write is about getting drunk and when you look at those four people (laughs) they don't look like the type of people that are sitting around drunk all the time i just don't think some of it's not authentic to me Um, we do joke that uh a lot of country music is about uh drinking or, you know, trucks, or like you always hear, you always hear these references in the songs. And I get it because it's, it's universally appealing. It's fun. I love a good drinking song. Don't get me wrong. Um, what I love about Little Big Town are their harmonies. Yeah. I just love, love, love. Always gives me chills, even if it's a song that I don't love. Like I wasn't absolutely gung ho about their recent song. Um, what was it called? Whiskey? Wait. Yeah. Why the beer, the whiskey? I yeah. can't remember what the song title is. Maybe that's it. Wine, beer, whiskey. Um, like I didn't love the lyrics or anything, but somehow, man, once they get you with the harmony, you're totally hooked. Yeah, they're great like that. But I like like they got the song day drink, and I just go, I don't see them. Oh, yeah. I don't see them day drinking for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I used to do that cover all the time. Day drinking, pontoon. Uh, those, those party songs. <laughs> yeah, it's funny about them is why I bring them up is I, I grew up and I grew up right there where they were uh, the 
the dark-haired uh, lady, Karen Fairchild, um, mm-hmm. her her brother used to come over to my house. He was like a hair metal guy. Her, he was she, wow. he's he's probably seven or eight years older than her, and he would he was like a hair metal guitar player guy, and he would come <laughs> he'd come over to my house a lot and, and uh, play rock guitar when I was a kid. Um, but yeah, we never. I never met her. I never thought. I never. Nobody ever thought anything that she was gonna. Everybody always thought he was gonna do something. I think he's a real estate agent now. Crazy. We're actually adding a little big town song to our when we perform live Southpaw. We do a mix of our originals and cover songs, um, just because that seems to be the crowd's like when they know some of the songs and can sing along. And uh, we're adding one of the little big town songs called Sober. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not really about drinking. Yeah, that's um, a different one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's actually, I mean, the, the lyrics are really cute. And and I love that it's it's not a Karen Fairchild lead song. You know, it's not the one where she sings lead because she's always kind of gets all the attention. And I love that we're singing one where it's, um, I'm blanking on her name now, the, the blonde singer is the lead singer. Of yeah, I can't think of her name either, huh? I know, it's terrible, I can't think of it, but uh, I just, I love that she had that song. Yeah, and I meant to mention earlier, this is kind of off, kind of off topic, but uh, every country band out here plays Bon Jovi tunes, <laughs> so there's definitely Yay! there's definitely a New Jersey connection there out here. Every every country band plays uh, Wanted Dead yeah. or Alive. <laughs> yeah, we do, we, we do a cover of um, the Bon Jovi Jennifer Nettles. Uh, song that was kind of popular. A few oh yeah, years yeah, ago. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So we do that one, and um, you know what we try to do when we pick covers is find songs that we can change to be more like South Pop. So we're not just doing a mimic of the original. So we do like a really cool rendition of Stevie Wonder's "Superstition." Oh yeah, yeah, I do. Because you know, it's like. Yeah, it's unexpected, um, and I, I love that. And we could take a country song, or, or not a non-country song, and make it a Southpaw song. Yeah, I actually do that too. And I just do, I do mm-hmm. the old, yeah, I do the old Jeff Beck version of way back in the '60s. Kind of probably haven't even heard it. <laughs> no, I gotta look it up. Cause that's one of my favorite songs of all time, Jeff. All time. I actually almost got kicked out of a of a bar in Austin when that song came on because I got so <laughs> excited. I like jumped over the bar. I'm like s- trying to serve people drinks. <laughs> yeah. If somebody wants to dance in one of the clubs, I'm in, that's where I go. <laughs> I really? Hit, yeah, I, yeah. I hit, I hit that one and a couple of others. Um, Love. well, anyway, I've kept you long enough, but why don't you tell everybody where they can see you or get you at? I know on Instagram, it's South Paw city, right? Yes. So, South Paw City on Instagram and Facebook, and our website is www.southpawcity.com, and we're going to be announcing new music really soon, Jeff. <laughs> but it's but the band's just South Paw, right? Yes, the okay. band is just South Paw. But let me tell you, you can't get a website southpaw.com. Oh yeah, after yeah. That, <laughs> after that big movie came out, South Paw, um, we had to add the city to it. To get our own pages. Yeah, there's a there's actually a, there's been a, a guitar store in Houston, Texas called Southpaw Guitars. I think they probably have that 
website because uh, yeah, yeah. it's an all left it's an all left-handed guitar store it's been there since before the internet ever started <laughs> so, okay that's cool so they probably they, they probably have all that locked in i'm the same way i can't even get my own name on my website i have to be the ejs lawrence i can't even be jeff lawrence really um, yeah because there's already like 20 of them out there playing music <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, I can tell you right now, there's no other Christine Rattleman in the entire world. So, <laughs> yeah. if people look up my name, you're gonna find me and Southpaw. Yeah, it's not hard to find. I, as soon as I punched it down here, I mean, it came right up. All the videos okay, and stuff. Okay. Um, yes, and where all of our music is on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, um, anywhere you can stream music, you can stream Southpaw. Yep, and then some, uh, and we'll be looking forward to the new stuff coming out in a few months. Um, Yay! And then uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll revisit this and talk about that when you get back on the on the road and stuff. Yeah, man, and I'll find you in Utah. Yeah, you guys got to come out. If you do, hit me up, and I'll uh, just save my number, and uh, I'll, I'll definitely hook you up with a couple of good places. Awesome, awesome. And wait, how do I do? People out there pronounce it Utah or something? Like, how do you say it out there? What's that? So you, how do you say Utah when you're actually out there? Ah, uh, yes, that's right. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought there was like a different little. If you go know. back to where I'm from in Georgia, they say Utah. They put a W oh, at the Utah. end. Utah. Okay. Yeah, out here there's not a out here there's more of a California Valley type accent I'd say than anything. It's kind of there's a lot of California people living here. Oh, it's, okay. It's okay. cheaper. <laughs> But yeah, uh, but you guys would do good in Wyoming. Well, I live right in the corner. I live up in northern Utah, right in the corner of uh, Idaho and Wyoming. So it's all it's all country up in those oh, two places. I've always wanted to go. Always wanted to go. That's definitely on my bucket list. Well, we'll we'll make it happen. <laughs> okay, all right. Cool. Well, uh, have a great day, and I appreciate you calling me after the Jamaica trip and on. Uh, no problem. And I'll talk to you real soon. All right. Talk to you soon, Jeff. All have right. a great weekend. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, everybody, hope you enjoyed the show today. That was my interview with Christine from Southpaw, and you heard the one song, Hang My Cross. Definitely go over to uh, Spotify, check that album out. It was in, it was done in 2021, so they're coming out with some new stuff here in the next few weeks. So check out all of Southpaw's stuff. Check out all my stuff on djslawrence.com. You can find me on Twitter at jefflawrence one You can find me on... Facebook at Jeff S. Lawrence and on Instagram at J Law Music Man. Before we go, um, I know I have some listeners back home in Georgia where I'm from and all that. Uh, my good, uh, I guess I can say my good friend, my friend I grew up with, Andy Webster. He fell off a ladder and really messed himself up. So if you can do me a favor, go over to uh, my uh, Facebook page. And you'll see, you scroll down a little bit, and you'll see the the GoFundMe for Andy Webster. He's we go way back. He uh, we we kind of started playing guitar together. I, I play I started playing music a little bit before him, and I was already playing the bass a bit. Uh, not good at at it, but I was I was doing it, and I had a guitar and I knew a few chords. And then shortly after we moved over to this neighborhood in Georgia. And Andy Webster lived one street over, and he eventually got a guitar, and we kind of started learning how to play rock together. He was really good at uh, kind of listening to stuff and picking it up, so we were kind of playing Smoke on the Water and Doobie Brothers and, you know, that kind of stuff. And then 
His house was kind of a hangout place. His mom, his mom was kind of a partier, and she didn't care that we all hung out there and partied, even though we were 14, 15, on up to 19, 20 years old. Um, so we when we done a lot together. We were in a band together once. We went to the Guitar Institute of Technology together when we were 18, 19 years old, somewhere in there. And uh, we were in Atlanta when they moved to Atlanta. And he still teaches mandolin, banjo, and guitar over in, uh, I think it's Hiram, Georgia, out there where Travis Tritt lives. And uh, anyway, he's in a bad way right now. Fell off a ladder, broke his neck. He don't have a lot of movement in his hands, so it's going to kind of screw up his career for the time being. Hopefully he gets back to his uh, normal self. I haven't seen him in a very long time since I moved to Utah. I think I saw him, shit, it must have been 94. 6 or 97 or something like that at, at a country bar in, in Kennesaw, Georgia. Was, but like we grew up together, you know, we were always around each other. We used to go to wrestling together in church and played football on the same teams. And um, But if you get a chance, like I said, go over to my Facebook page, Jeff S. Lawrence, and his name is Andy Webster. He doesn't stay active on his page much, but you can find his GoFundMe down on my page. So that's that. Uh, anyway, catch my if you're in the Ogden area. Yeah, well, Ogden, Utah area. Friday, this coming Friday, the twenty second. Come over to the SL and check out my band Jeff Lawrence and Warhorse. And then the very next night in Park City, Utah, we'll be back at the cabin. So if you're uh, in those, if you're in the area, check that out. You can always check all my music out on Spotify under either Jeff Lawrence or Jeff or a J.S. Lawrence, I got it under both, and there's even a Jeff Lawrence and Warhorse uh, EP from back in the day. Anyway, that's going to do it for me, and uh, I'll catch you on the next show. Thanks to uh, Christine from Southpaw. Check out their stuff. Talk to you soon. In case I don't see ya. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.